0: worldwide. Thank you for joining me for the third and final episode in this series of three for Denmark, which is technically Denmark 4, as we did an episode on the first go around. So here on the third episode, which is episode 89. It's been uh, two weeks in the making, unfortunately. I've just been behind, but I'm working on getting caught up on stuff, just uh, trying to get a lot into some of these episodes. Uh, prep work and all that and including this one we have an awesome uh, interview I'm when to kind of splice in and out just like i did on the last denmark episode at steen thompson on that one i have al founders on this one uh alf is awesome uh alf men cool bands we've played uh all of his bands on previous episodes but on this episode we're going to play a lot of recommendations from him so trouble Trench, and Urban Elite, all three awesome bands. Played all of those bands, like I said, on uh, previous episodes, but they're all awesome. Go check those out. I would play more, but we have so many bands to get to, including several recommendations that are coming from off. So let's get into some of those. Uh, First off, I was planning on playing a couple of his recommendations, but there's a handful that, uh, like, we, we talked about in the interview, and I've talked about with several other people, don't always get to come across all the bands, so the help is definitely much appreciated when you have suggestions, and especially if I'm doing multiple episodes. Now's your time to get some recommendations in for Finnish bands, because that is the one that's coming up next, and I still have a couple slots open, and at this point, it's only one episode, so... Uh, won't have that same luxury, but Sweden will be up right after, and there are several episodes of bands from Sweden that I will be playing. So, without more of me talking, let's get into the first band of this episode. The band is Night Fever. Uh, they released the album, New Blood, uh, September 16th of 2009. It's a cool hardcore band. They do have a Facebook page, Night Fever Official. You can go check them out there. All these bands, except for one, and it'll be the second to last band. I'll remind you when, are all from Copenhagen in Denmark. So, a lot of Copenhagen punk coming at us on this one. Let's get into a track from that album, New Blood. It's called This is Copenhagen.
1: We're the best. is <laughs> What the fuck does you do a thing? Don't come to my town to decide what the fuck I should do a thing. Get back to your fucking shit, get back in the fucking countryside, you fucking renegade.
0: Hagen, man, awesome, Night Fever, go check out some great hardcore coming at us from Copenhagen. We're going to play one more, another uh recommendation from Alf, uh, one that I hadn't uh, put on the list uh at some point during the interviews here, probably a little bit later on in the show. I know it's a little discombobulated and out of order, but that's just the way it's going to be. He's going to talk more about some of these bands, including this one, Tyrant. They released EP on March 14th of 2017. With a name like Tyrant, unfortunately, it is very difficult to find uh, any specific social medias. I know Denmark, their Tyrant Denmark, is probably pretty uncommon. Didn't find it. Not saying it's not out there. But anyway, uh, Tyrant put out that EP almost five years ago. We're coming close to five years ago. Let's listen to something from it. It's called Count Me Out. That was Tyrant. Count me out. Check them out. All right, we're going to get into uh, the first part of the interview that I did with Alf. I'm going to mix that up, like I said, uh, kind of put it throughout the episode. Uh, Immediately following this first segment, we're going to check out No Hope for the Kids off of their self-titled that came out April 1st of 2004, coming up on... 18 years ago uh, for that release. Pretty awesome. Uh, And they do have a fan operated Facebook called at no hope for the kids. So go check all those out. We'll get it. You'll hear the track here after this first segment. Let's hear it. Well, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No problem. Thanks for
2: doing a podcast on Denmark. (laughs) Absolutely. uh, We we don't get that much uh, attention usually. So. We, we look a lot to our neighboring countries also because they have like, they have bigger scenes than we do because we're a small country.
0: But still putting out a lot of great music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, let's jump in. Why don't you give me a little history of yourself and, and the the bands? You know, I know of three bands that you are in and involved with, That there's any others, but also talk a little bit about those bands.
2: Yeah, well, those three are the only ones. So, okay. But that's... It's uh, it's plenty, right? When you uh, when when you have like three at least semi-active bands, so right. So I got into the punk scene in '84, so it's 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 some years ago. But uh, but I only started playing in actively in bands like maybe five six years ago. So well, uh, so there was a
0: never lot of time leaving. just
2: listening. Oh, exactly, exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm the uh, Copenhagen Charlie Harper, so that's uh, that's (laughs) fine. (laughs) Well, excellent. Well, uh, the bands that you play in: uh, Trench, Trouble, and Urban Elite. Urban, yeah,
2: yeah, Uh, okay. And uh, started out in uh, Trouble uh, five, six years ago. We we decided that we needed an uh, an old school proper oi band. Uh, in Copenhagen, because there's not been that many oil bands in Copenhagen, there was uh, there was Stokes is actually I think the first from Copenhagen. Okay, and they they were around like five six years before trouble started out. But yeah, we just decided on a we were at a festival and we were pretty drunk and and on all sorts of uh, yeah funny stuff. So uh, we decided that we needed to. We needed to do an Oi band, so we did, and uh, and that was and that still is really good fun. And from that, I got asked to sing in Trench, which uh, I'm very happy I got the chance to do that because that's a band I really really like a lot. Um, Two Swedes are the like the pillar of that band. Uh, they've been in lots of bands together in there in Sweden. And then they got me and Kim from uh, Stokes, the drummer from Stokes, Stokes, who plays bass in Trench. They got us to play in there, so so really happy with that. And uh, and then a year or something ago, uh, two years ago, must be now actually. Corona, has been a long time.
0: Yeah.
2: Kim and Smiley, they broke up uh, Stokes, and they wanted to do something new. And they asked me if I wanted to join them. So that's Urban Elite. That's where we are now. And, and Urban Elite is, is pretty active. We're going to be recording next month and start playing shows. And uh, Trouble is, well, we're still playing shows, but Corona, not, much, that, not that much has happened. right? And, uh, and we have trenches. The big problem with Trenches is that it's half Swedish, half Danish, and Corona kind of effectively set a stop for us rehearsing at all. Okay. So we're gonna pick up again now that Corona is uh, hopefully over, at least in hiatus. So, uh, so hopefully something's gonna start coming up there as well.
0: You did a split. Was that the first release you did with Trouble with Stokes? You've been talking about Stokes yeah. starting a handful of years before, so yeah. that's makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and that'd be a great split to get get your hands on.
2: I mean, uh, it's 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 a good fun split. I personally like the, uh, the, the LP a lot better but because uh, we kind of evolved a little bit and also got it recorded way better than, than the tracks we got at the, the EP, but it's, it's good fun.
0: So the, the LP backs uh, against the wall, which is awesome. That just came out this past year. Yeah, thanks. Uh, I wanted to point out that Trench release, that picture on the cover, I can't remember if I read that it was you or if it just looks like you, but it was that uh, a picture of you a few years ago.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's me in, I think, 88 in Copenhagen. Awesome. So it's it's a few years ago.
0: (laughs) Excellent. Uh, Great picture. You you know, there's some of those pictures (laughs) – that are just synonymous that have been taken throughout the history of, you know, punk and, and Oi music, skinhead music, all that type of stuff. And and that just looks like, you know, if the people don't know what you look like specifically, it would look like a picture like that, that was probably in a magazine or a newspaper or one of those pictures that have been around with the background. And then with you on there, that's kind of what it looked like.
2: Yeah, but that's cool. It's actually, you know, it's a little bit. Um, it's it's just been cut out of the of the context it's in. It's it's from a Danish newspaper, actually, like a trash newspaper. <laughs> very uh, very famous newspaper. We were uh, we were in because there was all kinds of trouble back then. Okay, and it was a picture of me and a friend, uh, two skinheads, and you know, trouble in Copenhagen and shit like that. <laughs> and so we just cut we cut it out, or and thought that would make a fun for the ep so
0: <laughs> it sure did so I, I i recognize yeah. it it's one of those that are recognizable when you see certain album covers you know the great things about album is the the art that goes along with the art so the physical art with yeah. the the music and when you get a cover like that it's just one that is memorable like i you know for the, some reasons that i mentioned where it just strikes me as one of those type of photos that i've seen throughout the years though the ep is just a couple years old
2: yeah uh, thanks we we went for the 80s vibe so uh so i'm I'm glad it kind (laughs) of worked
0: it very much did Pretty awesome. I, I really recommend it. Another recommendation that come from Alf and interview good so far. Hopefully you are enjoying the name of that track in Danish is yeah, so Which translates to I Saw You Dead. Uh, we are going to get into yet another recommendation. So I kind of piled up uh, a bunch that he had mentioned here towards the beginning. But there are several others just so you are aware that uh, I had been wanting to get on. That just didn't fit on the first two episodes. So uh, the next band is, like I said, a recommendation. The band is Kalishnikov. I was able to find it. They put out a self-titled way back in 1984. They were active in the mid-'80s. This particular reissue of the self-titled can be found on Bandcamp and adult-crash.com. So you can go find it on either of those. Uh, we'll give you a sample of what the track is. The track's called in Danish, which translates to leathernecks. So let's get into some Kalishnikov. <laughs> Alishnikov. Cool stuff. Great recommendation there. Uh, As we will talk about here coming up later in the interview, and you will hear, uh, really cool to get to discover bands that were, you know, kind of at the precipice at the beginning, the early stages of punk. And the early stages of punk were happening in so many different places, you know, all over the place. For whatever reason, you know, getting to hear bands from other areas and... You you know, we'll go on and talk a little bit about that. But uh, that one, very cool, Kalishnikov. Go check them out. Like I said, the the reissue is on Bandcamp, and you can go to adult-crash.com to check them out. Next up, we're going to play Nexo. Uh, Cool band. Glad they reached out. I really like this, and I'm probably going to be playing something else over on SLC Punkcast here in a couple weeks as they have an upcoming release called False Flag. We're going to check out a track on there called White Lies. April 15th is when you can expect to see this available so yeah be on the lookout and they are at Nexo Punk that's N-E-X-O Punk over on Facebook so check them out check this out be on the lookout we'll play another track as it gets closer to the release date over on uh, SLC Punkcast here we go with Nexo and immediately following this uh, we'll do another segment of uh, Alf and myself here we go at some point, all three of your bands anyway, have something that you're tentatively doing, obviously when in two different countries, as you stated that one might be a Mm -hmm. little bit harder to get going much like with Urban Elite so Urban Elite is the one that's ready to go you're going to be recording next month playing some yeah. shows when you say you're playing some shows where where's your plans for playing shows so far? uh
2: well we were actually we were going to play in uh, in the UK in February but uh, unfortunately we had to pull out because of corona restrictions we could we weren't able to go there and if we went there and when came back we had to be quarantined and we we're all working so it, it-, it was not going to work out unfortunately but we're going we're gonna to be supporting Slapshot, actually, here in Copenhagen in May, which I'm really looking forward to as I'm a big Slapshot fan. And then we have a show in July in Bedford in the UK, which is a really cool, like a one-day festival show with a lot of old-school and old boy bands playing. That's the plan so far, and, and hopefully it's going to pick up a bit more now that in Denmark all the corona restrictions have been... You know, they're out of the picture now. So hopefully shows are going to be picking up a bit more.
0: Before we were talking about, especially in Europe, the how close-knit. So when we're talking about Denmark, and I'm playing bands from Denmark, but the the scene is so interrelated. You know, when I'm asking you, like, what shows are you going to play? You know, and you're mentioning coronavirus being an issue, and, you know, people anywhere in the planet would say the same thing, so they would be staying in closer yeah. proximity. But you're talking about shows though that you're traveling to outside of your country and so that's pretty awesome how close that is and I think that's so true for so many european bands is that you know I'm not going to ask you all right so how many local shows are you going to play because that's not really how all bands are right especially in europe you're in close proximity I'm going to go mm. here go there when you have connections yeah. you know you're going to end up at uh, a festival yeah i mean
2: it's also because you know denmark is really small and the steam- here is is small and we're not going to be able to play you know support all the great bands coming because there are a few other bands playing here and and you know everybody has to have a a chance at getting a support slot so we're only going to get like maybe one every six months playing locally because there's like one maybe two venues and also, one of the reasons why we're all in bands is that we want to travel. We want to, you know, we, we're, we're going to go to these festivals anyway. So it's great to get there and play there as well.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, you know, making friends, you know, networking of sorts, but just uh, being around people that enjoy the same thing that you like.
2: Exactly. That's what the scene is about for me. is it's, it's about traveling and it's about meeting people and having fun. Meeting like-minded people, which is... Uh,
0: Can't be kind of hard in in a
2: smaller country.
0: So, but along those lines of playing live shows, I think that it's that same concept. So there's so many local bands here, which you're obviously a local band to Copenhagen, and or bands and. (laughs) You know, there's so many of them that I've seen, you know, often enough, I enjoy to get to go see them when that out of town band, you know, the band from California comes in or the band from Arizona and so forth. And you get to be that band that, you know, you go to Germany, for example, or Sweden because they're closer in proximity and you're the band from Denmark that is coming in to play with probably people that you enjoy that's probably why you're playing with them, but uh, you get to be the out of town band that the people are local to the town are going to come see.
2: Yeah, that's what we hope, anyway. Right. <laughs> but I mean, to be honest, I I totally enjoy the the smaller, smaller shows more. It, both playing, but also just going as an audience. I I I love small shows. I'd much rather both play and attend uh, like 200 people show than like a 2,000 people show.
0: I agree. Two thousand people is way too many people for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, well, I'm I'm not a huge people person, so
0: <laughs> right. I'm I'm with you. Prior to Corona, then, where were some places that you did travel that you really enjoyed? Either cities, venues. Where are some places that you've been to that you do enjoy playing?
2: We went with uh, trouble actually just before the Corona thing hit us, in uh, that must have been uh, February of 2020 we went to uh athens to uh viva uh, the punk rock festival there that was really great awesome. great venue and and really great people there as well and then we've you know we've played in uh in norseping and in stockholm in both cities a bit up north in sweden and really great cities both of them and uh, great organizers there and a great crowd and i'd love to play in well, I've played in Berlin in really small venues, which is super cool. Played a show with the Trench at a bar, you know, on the floor, there, just in the corner, it's just like real old school. <laughs> uh, a bar called uh, Trink Teufel, which is a drink devil. Really cool dive bar in, in Berlin, punk rock dive bar. That was a great show with Trench. And uh, of course, I'd love to play at Punk in orderly in Berlin. Haven't had a chance to do that yet. Who knows? that's a really really great festival that's that's being held every year in berlin as one of the one of the top european festivals for me and uh yeah I've been to rebellion a few times well a lot of times in the uk but never played there either that would be fun as well there's there's a lot of good festivals going on and a lo- a lot of bands you know uh wanting to play there as well so there's a bit of competition as well so we need to get some we have to get some records out and you know, it'll it'll pro- hopefully all come.
0: Do you think since like how you're in 3 we'll say at least semi-active bands, you know, all, yeah. all with the uh, ability to play. Do you think that that would be a lure or to give you you know because you're mentioning the competition for all the different bands, would that be something that would give you the ability to say hey, all three of my bands which might be hard to coordinate (laughs) you know to get all three sets of band members but some of them overlap uh, including yourself would that be something that you say to a a show or a festival like hey all three of these bands would come do you think that would be helpful on getting you on the lineup
2: i don't know it might be (laughs) but it would be uh, i hope it would be a three-day festival
0: (laughs) right so you didn't have to do it all same day. Yeah. <laughs> you could do rebellion exactly. same day and you just kick off and then do it like midway point. Oh, you'd probably be so tired though after the second set.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. I, I rebellion would be fine because then we could start at like I don't know twelve uh midday and then you know play a show there and then play one at I don't know four o'clock and then play one at eight o'clock. That would be fine. Oh, there but you go. <laughs> normally it would probably be a little bit little action packed, I think. Free show I'm sure. one day. <laughs> we
0: Is J.S. Fuck and the Hippies from Hell. Uh, good stuff there. Again, out of Copenhagen, as, uh, like I said, the majority of the bands, up until we get to the very end, are all from Copenhagen on this specific episode. Uh, that came out on a release they put out June 2nd of 2007. That was called... Seat på TV. Watched TV is what Google Translate is saying that that is uh, translates to, rather from Danish... Fucked Up Again is the name of the track. That band was led by Suni Colster. Uh, J.S. Fuck referring to J.S. Bak. The concept extreme rock glam rock album with ironic lyrics in Danish about the brainwash of the mass medias where every song is a TV program and the whole album an evening on the TV station J.S. Fuck. There you go. Gives you an idea of... Uh, A lot of these bands on this segment here before we do another portion, all kind of interrelated, you know, specifically SUNY Colster, but uh, kind of all go together, similar styles as well. Uh, The last portion that that Alf and I were talking about were shows, a lot of cool shows that, you you know, and we kind of overlapped, you know, as it were, or talked similarly about shows as I did with Steen on the last one. Uh, Let's get into some more music. We'll get to another part of that interview here momentarily. Let's do a few tracks. Uh, the next one, the band, is Pleasure Squad. Their release is...
1: That in
0: day. There Will Come a Day. And uh, we're going to listen to the title track. They put that out September 7th of 2018. And they are at PS Squad over on Facebook. So you can go check them out there. Uh, there will come a day, and there will come a time. The time is now. Here is a pleasure squad. Good stuff there. Let's get into the next one. Like I said, there's a handful here on this segment, kind of the middle of the show. King Carrot is the next band. They put out an EP called King Carrot. It's some cool hardcore metal. That EP came out January 1st of 2010, so just over 12 years ago. The track that we are going to play is called Out of Order. Let's get into Out of Order. We do have a a couple more tracks, like I said, to get to before we play the next portion of the interview. So uh, enjoy King Carrot, uh, also known as Social Decline, but we'll actually play something from Social Decline here in a moment. So here we go King Carrot, Out of Order. Playing the band Social Decline. Uh, a good little transition here. Uh, social Decline put out a single called "Detonate August 1st of 2020." We're gonna list that single here in a moment. Uh, the band formed. The band Social Decline formed in 2019 and rose out of the ashes of King Carrot, as I was starting to imply. As social or at Social Decline rather on Facebook and at Social Decline CPH on Instagram. So if you like King Carrot. Well, I bet you're going to like Social Decline. Go check them both out. I think they're both on the Social Decline Bandcamp page. Let's get into it. Here we go with Detonate. <laughs> decline that was detonate go check them out we're going to play one more band back-to-back tracks from this band and then you're going to hear alf and i talk about uh, some bands from denmark that he enjoys uh influences and so forth and so we'll get into that segment immediately following this band uh this band being up, which translates into english as divine madness This band started in 1998 with SUNY Kotor Kulster. Hopefully, I'm saying that right. I listened to a lot of various things because uh, SUNY is in a lot of various bands. Uh, Did bass, guitar, and vocals for this band. This is a 13 track 7 inch, and the band is, you know, 1998 through 2021. So, pretty awesome. Uh, Good mug. Uh, Guddommelig Galskab, right? Did I get that right? Let's see.
1: Goodscape. Galskab.
0: No, nah, I didn't do it very well. Anyway, uh, 1998 through 2021, the band's name G-U-D-D-O-M-M-E-L-I-G space G-A-L-S-K-A-B space 1998 through 2021. You can find that on Facebook. In 2016, they put out this release. Cut
1: for Hort. Cooked for hold.
0: That I was just talking about. That is, uh, what did I say? 16 tracks. It is, th- sorry, 13 track, 7 inch. And that translates into English as Cooked Too Hard. And the two tracks that we're going to listen to in order, they are. Denmark for Tat a Johann Sister So the first one, Denmark Lost. The second, Earth's Last Scream. We're gonna get into that, then we're gonna have another segment with Alf and I, as I told you, talking about bands in Denmark, influences and so forth, so here we go. know since you've been in the punk scene obviously there in Denmark since the 80s who are some bands that uh, as you got into it later as opposed to as we were talking about Steen obviously got into it at a younger age for himself but uh, as you got into it later who were bands that you really enjoyed there in Denmark as you know, throughout the years, I think that punk is just kind of has the waves, right, where it'll be big, and then smaller, bigger, smaller, and so forth. And that probably attributes to the the amount of venues, and maybe the amount of shows that you get in certain areas as well. So throughout the years, who are some bands that you've enjoyed there in Denmark, or that maybe influenced you to finally jump into it yourself?
2: Yeah, I got into it a bit later than Steen did. But one of the bands that I really enjoyed when i was young and still enjoy the older stuff anyway that's uh sots whom you've already played that's uh that's one of the really that's one of the you know the big the really big old i wouldn't call them dinosaurs because that kind of doesn't <laughs> sound flattering but you know it's 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 the punk gods in in copenhagen anyway right and then uh, you also played cdx on your last danish podcast yeah that 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 was one of my favorite bands as a as a young punk great band and really really great band and, and that i mean they didn't put out that much i mean they really only put out one and a half seven inch that was like really really good and then they put out a an lp where it was a bit more new waveish, still good but not the same right and i got in there a little bit late again i was in there and. 84 85 and they kind of peaked in 82 83 but one of the big really big bands for me another one that I'm not you haven't played them yet I think and maybe on the next episode or this episode when we're talking a band called Kalashnikov it's a really really good danish hardcore band Copenhagen hardcore band female fronted their first 7-inch is the one you should you should give it a listen if you uh, it's definitely on YouTube or wherever it's uh, it's one of the classics and there were there were, there were a few bands, but the punk scene wasn't really that big when I was around. Uh, It got a lot bigger in around 2000. There was a really, really, really good punk scene in Copenhagen, the K town punk scene uh, with uh, no hope for the kids and, um, and snipers before that and uh, young Wasteness. Uh, there was a whole bunch of, Punk bands there, young punk bands from Ongdom Susud Army, uh yeah, what's Ami Peterson's Army. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you played you played them last time as well. Yep. So there's a great scene there. And at the moment there's uh, there's some really good uh hardcore bands coming out of Copenhagen as well, with Night Fever as being for me one of the the definitely most important ones. And side project of two of them, Tyrant, which is more like a Hardcore slash oi, quite American styled, actually. I think really, really good band as well. So, those are my Danish favorites, I think, through the years.
0: So many great ones, too. Hitchcock's off of Blood Will Follow. The name of that track, if you couldn't tell, is Rise from the Dead. They are also from Copenhagen. Uh, that release, Blood Will Follow, came out June 18th of 2010. They started as band way back in 20 or 2006, rather. Uh, that is some cool punk ability. At the Hitchcocks over on Facebook, if you want to go check them out. As I state uh, all the time, Bandcamp. Bandcamp's a good place to go follow. Hopefully you were partaking in March 4th. That's the day I'm recording this. Uh, Bandcamp day for the month. Uh, you know, some of these bands, you can go out and support them. Any ones that you like, uh, go go follow. You can follow on Bandcamp and get updates from bands, and you can go follow on social medias. Those are the least we can do for the bands that we enjoy Let's play another uh, song here, and then we'll jump into a segment where Alf and I talk about some records and discovering new bands and such. Uh, Stormtroopers of Love, they released Death, Rattle, and Roll October 24th of 2019. This is Psychobilly. Uh, Previous bands associated with this band, Stormtroopers of Love, are The Defectors, Johnny Nightmare, The Wrecking Dead, and Parzival. If you like them, head over to at Stormtroopers of Love on Facebook and it is the same at Stormtroopers of Love on Instagram. The track we are going to listen to, Night Slasher, immediately following by more of the interview. Let's do it. Here are Stormtroopers of Love.
1: (laughs) (laughs) My pocket is a drill, but do the magic trick.
0: Years, you know you, you mentioned some that were there originally but maybe as far as seeing them or you know being into them in their prime for me and for a lot of people wouldn't have been possible like i had no idea some of these bands were even around but the great part is is that they did get music and they did put music out and then people like yeah. me can come across that it might be 2022 20, when we're playing it and you know in the last year or so for some of these bands And they were making this music 40 years ago, in some cases, you know, some a little bit newer than that. But it's great that they are, and it's great when, you know, you mention a couple of those bands that you like and have made that music. But then when we venture into other countries, they, you know, a lot of other countries had those type of bands, too. Maybe we like ones from wherever more than whatever but the great part is is that they do exist and that the more we look into it and the more we look into you know every country out there because there's been great music in so many different countries some of them it's harder to discover maybe out of some countries than others but it's great when you get to discover bands like that you know on that last episode I, I played music from releases that were before i was born years before i even heard punk music because i think when i was younger especially up till elementary school so the mid 80s for me i had an uncle and i think i i heard some of the clash because he had some of those records but that's all i remember hearing that was punk probably in the majority of the 80s but so many yeah. of these bands and i get to come across them Albeit years later, but all of these great bands making uh, music that was all happening during that time. And, you know, when you go to from country to country, a lot of them have, you know, at least a handful, for whatever reason, influence, you know, neighboring country. People go on vacation and hear whatever or, you know, since it was so big in the UK, anybody that goes to the UK and for vacation and then comes back. And then, you know, you get to discover those type of things that they really weren't prevalent in your city specifically.
2: Yeah, yeah, but that's that's really also awesome what I like about the punk scene. And one of the things I really like about the punk scene is, is the ability to to still today, you know, find one obscure band who maybe put out one seven inch in, I don't know, 81, 82. Or, and it's fantastic. Right. And, you know, never heard about the band before. I mean, never seen the seven inch because it was, you know, such a small, put out maybe 500 uh, copies or something like that. And then somebody puts it on YouTube and suddenly, you know, there it is. That's, I I love it. I mean, I also, of course, love finding the physical seven inch, but that's not that easy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that one is not that easy.
2: I mean, that's also how you found music in, you know, not to sound like an old fart, but yeah, I am. And that's where in the old days it was, you know, word of mouth, you had to. You know, you had to get recommendations because, you know, how else would you you discover the music? I mean, so it's super cool today that we have, like, YouTube and Bandcamp and, and everything. So it's much easier to find the music and it's much easier for the bands to put the music out there. I love that about it. So for ourselves, you see the Urban Elite Corona demos is just a YouTube thing, which is, you know, it's super cool to be able to that easily get your music at least, a little bit out there.
0: I agree. And if it was 15, golly, even maybe a little more than 10 years ago, probably pre 2010 ish, give or take a few years, we would still be having a more difficult time. I mean, you could track down some things, but to be able to come across all the music that I do and then play on the show. uh, I don't know how that would be possible. You know, here locally, there's no way I could just go to the local music stores here and be able to find, you know, even ten percent of the bands that I'm playing that are, you know, all over the world. There's no way.
2: No, I mean, most of these bands we would never hear about them. Right. And and that's, I guess, that's also why we still today discover like really great bands from I don't know wherever. I mean, that I've never heard about who put out records in like mid '80s or earlier. So it's 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 great to be able to. Do that. Of course, it would have been brilliant to be able to find them when I was 15 as well. <laughs> right. But luckily today the kids can. So that's, that's a great thing.
0: I agree. I, I don't know how much life would be different. Cause uh, for me, you know, this music and this type of music is just beyond just listening to, to enjoy, you know, it's beyond just a hobby to listen to the music and collect my records and stuff like that. You know, so much of it means so much more than that to me. So I don't know how much life would be different, but I couldn't imagine being a teenager at this point, you know, in that phase where, well, you got school, but your parents are pretty much taking care of you. So what are your worries as much? You you know, you don't have to worry about (laughs) full-time job and all those type of responsibilities back in those days where, you know the music was such a a much larger part of our life and i couldn't imagine having access to all of this stuff it'd be you know the the analysis paralysis the mind just freezes like (laughs) where do i go there's so much (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah maybe
2: maybe actually it was it was easier back then there was like you know you could get like 10 punk albums at the record store so you got those 10 punk albums and
0: that's probably true you know there there's the good and the bad uh having so much is there's only so much time yeah you, you know if yeah. you're not if you're not doing a punk podcast like me, there's only so much time you're gonna dedicate to going out and getting more music from more bands and listening to more bands and you know all of that so that's probably true yeah <laughs> there's only so many hours in, you know, in a day. So,
2: (laughs) and unfortunately we do have to work and yeah.
1: You like the food of blood, the don't care I'm evil but
0: Was Snipers, Bloodsucking Freaks was the name of the album, and we are checking out, or we did just check out Evil-Minded and Vicious. Good stuff there. Also out of Copenhagen, that release, Bloodsucking Freaks came back out, or came back out, came out back in, there we go, in 2000. And another uh, recommendation that came from Alf, Snipers, cool band. There's some cool horror punk. Uh, A lot of these bands were, you know, 15, 20 years ago, kind of before social media, and it appears a lot of them, you know, just didn't continue on into the social media era. So go look them up on Bandcamp. There's probably some other places you can go look them up as well. Check them out. I found them. You can find them. Uh, Next band, is. uh, they're from Copenhagen. (laughs) Uh, Ska band this time. We're going to change it up. March 19th of 2016. So coming up on six years ago, they released Drink Up. Uh, they're at Megafonzi on Facebook, and that is at M-E-G-A-F-O-N-Z-I-E. We're going to listen to that title track. We're getting ready. You're winding down the episode, getting ready for the wrap-up portion of the interview, too. But uh, we'll do this, a uh, couple ska tracks here. So let's do some Megafonzie with Drink Up. Close up the tea, tea day. I'm already out of so pretty, it gets on the way.
1: I don't know where they are, like oh I know it's too bad to leave a thing here on my own
0: Track drink up off of drink up we are getting close to the end we're going to play this track and then we're going to wrap up the interview with alf and then we'll play one more track this band is the scavengers the scavengers i'll, I'll put the emphasis there they're from odin's in denmark the one and only band not specifically from copenhagen as far as i can tell on this episode uh they released scatastrophic scatastrophic on uh, looks like July first of twenty sixteen, uh, an eight-year-old band with seven people, ska punk orchestra. There you go. Uh, at the Scavengers on Facebook and at the underscore Scavengers on Instagram. Let's do this. It'll this track right here. She's so fine. Will be followed by the last part of the interview with Alf. Hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'll play one more after this one. So here we go. It is the Scavengers.
1: This is my story about a girl who could. Make-
0: Well, is there anything else that you want to include to kind of go along? Because, I, you know, this is being the third episode of the, the bands from Denmark that I'm going to play uh, on this episode. Uh, Night Fever, Tyrant, No Hope for the Kids. I will be playing that as long as I can find it because I'm doing the interview prior to recording <laughs> the music. But uh, uh didn't have that on there. Definitely going to go look it up. Uh, Snipers is yeah, on there. Finished. And cool. and a variety of other bands, most of them from Copenhagen, hardcore bands and such. Even a couple psychobilly bands, yeah. bands like that that yeah. I hadn't played on the previous episode. So is there uh, anything else you would like to add to, or maybe things that in the the previous two episodes that you know me being from United States, I have not been to Denmark yet, and there you know I w- there's so many places I want to get to in Europe, but I that I just wouldn't know or wouldn't know to cover or talk about.
2: No, I mean there's there's one thing because uh, I remember you asked, asking in the last episode about what when if bands are touring who they should you know contact if there are places they could play and stuff and and we have like a couple of uh, younger kids well they're not kids anymore but comparably kids uh, called Murder Twins who do a lot of really really good shows uh, they do the Slapshot show awesome and both hardcore and punk. Shows uh, in Copenhagen, and they are definitely the guys to to get in touch with if you're touring and want to want to play Copenhagen. It's um, Murder Twins, and they're on Facebook and and stuff. So um, touring bands should hit them up.
0: Excellent. Just as we were talking earlier, you know, any bands that you know that, that are going to move around. Play uh, other places other than where they live specifically and, you know, with everybody working that's typically turns out into something like a weekend or a week long, two weeks, you know, somewhere in that range. Great place to bridge from, you know, the mainland Europe area to the Scandinavian countries, right? Just go right through Denmark and yeah. just as well play a show yeah. while you're there.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and we, we, we could get to enjoy the shows. That would be nice.
0: Right? <laughs> I agree. All shows in Copenhagen. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And It's such a a beautiful place as far as pictures go, and I've read so many great things uh, about it. Definitely would be. It's on my list of places to to get to. Hopefully, starting next year in twenty twenty three again.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, let me
0: know if you uh, if you come by. Definitely uh, go get a beer. Absolutely. I will do that. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me and I'll let you get back to your late evening there. Cause it's only afternoon for me here.
2: <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks a lot for having me. And, and thanks a lot for uh, showcasing uh, Danish punk and oil.
0: Absolutely. I, I appreciate it. And I've enjoyed all the bands that I've played and just, I appreciate when uh, people like you reach out too and say, Hey, check out this band, check out this band. Cause there's only, you know not being there like i said there's only so much that you can kind of get your hands across it's hard to discover all of the bands yeah. and it's great when people that are there like yourself say hey what try this one this one you know and so forth
2: yeah well you're welcome and and again i just really appreciate you showcasing the bands
0: absolutely well thank you very much we'll get all to right. some more music
1: I'm take my
0: Beowulf cool band there. I'm glad they kind of reached out, you know, not specifically to have their music played, but I wanted to play it anyway, uh, just after the last episode. And so kind of rounded out 16 bands that we played here to wrap up. Denmark 4, 3 in, or you know, number 3 anyway on this go around. I want to thank uh, uh Steen and Alf. Alf on this episode for joining me for the two episodes. I think they added uh, some cool insight to their bands, but also the, the Danish punk scene in general. Because, again, as I stated in the interviews, it's just this guy from this place in the U.S. that is, you know, from afar, admiring and and traveling through, but not speci- really traveling through yet anyway. All these various places, by the way, of the bands that play music in those locales. So, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Bands from Denmark. A lot of great Danish punk bands to have been played on all three of these. Uh, I want to thank Alf again. Great interview. Uh, I had a blast. I uh, hope you enjoyed all these bands. Again, that was Beowulf. I think I forgot to mention Beowulf. Album is Elephant in the Room. Came out September 3rd, 2021. So fairly new. The End of My Days is the name of the track they are from Copenhagen. And if you want to go check them out, they're at Beowulf Band. On Facebook and a Beowulf band on Instagram. Uh, I will have my top releases of 2021 a little bit later than I wanted to coming out soon. Uh, if you care about what I thought was good in 2021, you can check that out. Also, Finland, Sweden, those are coming up. We'll be doing a Celtic Punk episode here pretty quick as it is the season. Uh, St. Paddy's Day and what better time to play those just as we play a horror punk over on SLC Punkcast and here as well a lot of those type of themes when it's Halloween that's just what it is that's how we like it and uh, I tend to listen to a little more around those times of year even though I'm a pretty big fan of Celtic Punk and you can go check out the last episode of SLC Punkcast we had the band Clover's Curfew Folk Punk there did an interview played some of the stuff off their new album you can go check that out until the next time <laughs>